Hey guys, and welcome to the promo of Outdoor Insights. Once again, for those of you who don't know me, I'm your host, Nash Calvin, from the Indianapolis, Indiana area. I've been wanting to do this podcast for a very long time because it's an outlet for me to share my thoughts about everything outdoors, and it's honestly just an excuse to meet and talk to new people who share similar interests and similar passions of mine. So if you are listening, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, The support is appreciated, and hopefully you are listening to this outside. Anyways, I'm very excited to get started, and in this promo, I just wanted to give you a brief explanation of myself, why I'm doing the show, what the show is going to be about, and what to expect from it. Now, here is my intro. Welcome to Outdoor Insights. More and more doctors are prescribing a return to nature to cure our problems. The outdoors can be a therapist, a workout, and most importantly, a story. From hiking, running, biking, traveling, whatever the pursuit, Outdoor Insights shares those stories and experiences about these passions. So let's explore. just get into it. Uh, You probably haven't heard of me, but I've had a huge admiration for being outside ever since I was a kid. I remember I took up bass fishing at a very young age with my friends, and that really introduced me to the relationship and importance of nature, and it spurred a love for being outside. Since then, it's kind of spiraled into other outdoor sports and activities. As of now, I'm an avid cyclist and runner. Um, Both have proven Great for my health and connecting me with even better people. Also, every now and then, I get a good skiing or backpacking trip in too, which is always fun. Being outside is a huge part of my life, and the goal of this podcast is to get people outside and share everything about the outdoors. This show is mainly going to be a dialogue with outdoor sports enthusiasts and um, other people who share similar passions. For example, like park rangers and... Um, just some of my local friends here in the area. Well, we will be talking about the importance of the outdoors in today's inside world, how people's sports, trips, adventures, and travels have shaped them and helped them in their life, why people should be outside more, why being disconnected from the technological world of today is beneficial, and probably some other relevant things along the way. You know, overall, I just want you, the listener, to enjoy the show. Honestly, I want to add value to your life. I want to inspire people to go outside and get out of their comfort zone. I really believe that traveling and making connections is one of the most beneficial things you can do in your life. And whether the show just gets you out of the house or backpacking in Chile, I really hope you benefit from it. Honestly, one of my fondest memories is from when my dad first took me backpacking. So that says anything about me. I remember I was on fall break my freshman year of high school when it happened, and when my dad first told me about the trip to the Great Smoky Mountains, I was very excited because he always had such interesting and eventful stories from when he went backpacking when he was younger. However, at the same time, I was a little skeptical about the trip. 
Being the 21st century kid I was, I googled the Appendulation Trail almost immediately once I heard about the trip. All I found at first were just these beautiful landscape shots of the mountains, the valleys, the rivers. But then I kept scrolling and scrolling and eventually I found stories of death on the Appalachian Trail and it's not an unheard of occurrence. If you fall or get injured on the trail in the Smokies, there's honestly not much help. You can forget cell phone reception because you won't have that out there. And I'm not trying to trash park rangers because they do an amazing service protecting our national parks. But if you do end up finding cell phone service out there and contact them, they're going to either send a helicopter out for you or they're going to have to hike out to your location. And depending on where you are and what state you're in, that could be too late. Anyways, I still wanted to go on the trip when I was younger. Those pictures of the trail just look so amazing to me and nothing beats a great view. Plus, trying new things is always fun for me. I like getting out of my comforts. Like, no. I like getting out of the comforts of everyday life. And um, I believe that's a great test of character. So when we got to the park, um, we slept in the campground the first night. In the morning, we attempted to make breakfast, but the camp stove we had had other ideas. The stove was my dad's and it's been used quite a bit and it was fairly old and there's nothing wrong with tried and true equipment. However, this equipment was not working at that time. I could tell my dad was getting pretty frustrated with it and I sat idly by, you know, just looking around at all the bear signs. They all said warning, like keep your food stored properly and just stuff like that. And it made me think of the bear mace that my mom insisted that we buy in case of a black bear sauce like as an afternoon snack or something. That situation is highly unlikely, but bear attacks have been reported, so it's just a good thing to have, I guess. Honestly, I probably wouldn't take it out now because that stuff's pretty expensive and it's just extra weight. Anyways, we got our stove to work eventually, but boiling water on it took about 10 minutes and neither of us have ever been good with patience. So most of our food was either just warm kind of undercooked a little bit for the pasta, but it was good. And after our, our first breakfast of instant oatmeal, tea, and coffee, um, we were picked up by a service called Walk in the Woods. That service drove us up to Clearman's Dome. From there, we would hike back down to our car in the valley. And the lovely lady driving the car had wonderful stories of her trips on the trail. You know, she takes trips out herself and she acts as a guide. But she also had a story that made me question going on the trip again, which was kind of, I mean, I was already on the trip, so I couldn't really back out of it, but it made me just as skeptical as I was before we started the trip. And it turns out a couple of nights before my dad and I had arrived, a family went out for a day hiking trip without a map. Well, they had a map, but the map was on their phone. They did not have a real physical paper map and you don't have cell phone service out there. And anyways, they got turned around and eventually they were lost. And they just got lost on a simple day hike. Like they just went out for their family, probably just trying to hike four miles, something like that, be back for dinner, you know. And um, I was going on the trail for four days at the time with my dad. And we had a physical map, granted, like we had a paper map, so we weren't gonna get lost or anything like that. But to say the least, um, that story made me a little uneasy. The family got rescued around 2 a.m., I believe it was, but because they found cell phone service eventually and they called for help. 
But by the time they were rescued by helicopter, they were all on the brink of hypothermia, which is just scary to think about. And when my dad and I got out of the car, we made sure to get more water because um, the lady driving us up really emphasized the amount of water we should have, which I didn't think we need that much because it was just a lot of extra weight to carry. But I remember specifically when we you get out of the car at the top of Klingman's Dome, there's just a paved trail going up to the dome and I remember everybody was staring at us kind of funny because we did not fit in with the cargo short crowd that was you know snapping photos of the scenery granted we did do that but we just had big backpacks on you know hiking boots fleeces we stood out pretty well and I remember seeing that they were just all focused on us and one lady even snapped a picture all my worries went away though when we got to the top of Klingman's Dome and just saw the view. The clouds caressed the tall pines and as far as your eyes could see, it was just untamed wilderness. There was like towering mountains, steep valleys. I couldn't see any rivers, but I knew they were there. And I was just in utter awe of the scenery. And it looked like a miracle. It was the outdoors and it was beautiful. The rest of the trip, we spent every day walking through just an ever-changing trail system. At night, I would cook some noodles and rice and meet new people. I met groups of people who were just out there to have a good time. I met an old wildland firefighter who had the trail name Legs because he was six foot eight, so understandable. And I met a really funny retired couple. And I also met a through hiker who was given the name Cheddar because he had this big, puffy, arcteric orange coat. Looked like Cheddar. I've just met so many people out there. Almost all of them had a smile on their face because they weren't worried about the outside world. The only thing you have to worry about when you're backpacking is just to be truly in the moment because it's safer and it's just more fun. Everybody out there has one thing to do every day and that's just to walk. So it really, it's just awesome. Living out of your backpack puts your choices into a different perspective. You have an extra set of clothes, a sleeping bag, a map, a stove, a water filter, and some other things, but that's about it. It makes you question not only your consumption habits, but the way you live your life. Like you start to say like, do you really need all that stuff at your house? And just stuff like that. And all I know is that when I'm living out of a backpack, I'm usually less stressed and I'm happier. And the funny thing is you don't even have those comforts, like those quote comforts of home with you but you're the most happy person out there and it makes you question like do we really need them I don't know personally if we really need them because I still have them myself but when I'm outside I have a better idea now I understand we all have responsibilities like maybe you have a family or a job and we live in an ever-increasing internet-based society I'm okay with all of that in fact it would be hypocritical for me to say otherwise talking to you through this microphone right now, and you're listening to me through your headphones or speakers, it would be very hypocritical of me to say so, but it's finding that balance between all those things that I think is the most beneficial thing to do in your life. And at the end of my podcast, I'm going to try and end it with the same question. For now, um, it may change. That question is, what has the outdoors provided you? For me, the outdoors has provided a stress-free zone, to provide better health, 
friends, and fun. I personally think that's awesome. So I hope this podcast series will inspire you to get outside, have cool adventures, and maybe find a balance in your world. Before I take off here, I would just like to give a shout out to Yvonne Chunard. I hope I'm saying that correctly. Your company, Patagonia, has been a huge inspiration to me. And also, rest in peace, North Face founder, Douglas Tompkins. You had a very untimely death, sir. And your work and your company, it's just the best. All right, well, that's it for the very first episode of Outdoor Insights. Um, Once again, I'm your host, Nash Calvin. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you enjoyed it. I'll talk to you in the next episode. Take care. If you have a suggestion or even a recommendation on who we should have on the show, please make sure you comment below. Also, make sure you subscribe and tell your friends about our show. Now get out there and explore.